Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We provide fan-oriented and analytic discussion on a variety of animated shows, movies, and anime, including Steven Universe, Gravity Falls, and Rick and Morty. I'm Dylan Heisen, and today I'm joined by Delaney Stilval. Yo! Today, Delaney and I will be discussing the latest episode of Gravity Falls, Dungeons, Dungeons, and More Dungeons. Uh, it aired just uh, ten minutes ago on Disney XD. I'm glad we got a Gravity Falls episode, not after another three-month wait. <laughs> this time, only a reasonable three weeks, I guess. Uh, the next Define reasonable. Not really reasonable, that's okay. Another three weeks until the next one, August 24th. Uh, spoilers for this episode and all of Gravity Falls uh, contained within, but let's get right into it. Delaney, what did you think of Dungeons, Dungeons, and More Dungeons? Such a good episode. Uh, I felt completely pandered, too. It was great. <laughs> like... <laughs> Like, this is everything I could possibly want in an episode. I, like, my family, we're a big Dungeons & Dragons family, so, like, this is, and my entire family watched, which was, like, kind of rare, but it was really good. And it's just great. Like, the jokes, like, this is such a good parody of Dungeons & Dragons, and Dungeons, Dungeons, and more Dungeons was not only the name of the episode, but the name of an actual board game, which I really appreciated. Just fabulous episode. Yeah, and I, I assumed they were actually going to be playing Dungeons & Dragons, but I was a little, it, it took them a while to get there. I didn't okay. think they were actually going to, like, <laughs> play Dungeons. I don't know what I expected to happen, because mainly because of the trailer I had seen of them LARPing. Or <laughs> what is it called? For, was it Florping? Florking? Clorping. Clorping. Yeah. Clorping. Whatever it was. Yeah. I mean, they were, they were LARPing, and it's just great. And yeah. I expected that to be, like, just a little gag in the episode. I didn't expect it to be, like, the plot of the episode. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Stellar. And we actually have, like, for the plot awesome awesome yeah, just but, quality all around yeah further by the way before we move on i apologize for any background noise or audio problems in this one i'm out of town recording from a different location so you may hear this is if it's your first time listening this is not up to our typical audio standard anyway i also very much enjoyed this episode Doing uh, on the move I, well podcasting from vacation that's <laughs> the dedication that we have uh, i very much uh also felt pandered to for this episode <laughs> but it was in a good way uh it's like i don't know to a certain extent there's an element of this every joke the show makes kind of like is expected at this point because we know the shtick with gravity falls at this point like yeah. there's a lot of self-referential stuff there's a lot of the of the what thing it was making fun of but like come on obviously i'm gonna love an episode where weird al yankovic voices a fake wiz uh fake wizard from a fake dungeons and dragons like Obviously, that's going to be great. So I'm not sure. I don't know. We're not, not a ton to talk about. I mean, I I think this was like perfect for uh, where we are right now in the story. This is like the, I don't know, talking about Avatar, I always refer to the Nightmares and Daydreams episode, which is like right before the big mid-season finale. Uh, this is like the reverse Nightmares and Daydreams in that we're getting this like filler episode right after the big like mid-season episode and i think it's perfect because it's great in establishing um ford and ford endeavors dynamic but also just having a really um more typical gravity falls episode after kind of the intense one we had you know i would say last week but it was really three weeks ago so yeah Uh, more like monster of the week yeah more monster of the week episode and it was even more humorous than normal i would say uh, but in a, in a very, oh, I, I was laughing the entire time in a, in a, in a, yeah, I was a big fan of this. Um, maybe one of my favorites of all of gravity falls, even though I did, there was a certain element of, um, none of the jokes felt super original. They all felt like what I would have expected at each junk, uh, at each juncture of the, of the plot. 
well, it's like, I mean, with, with any plot, like, I mean, Dungeons and Dragons, like, gets, I mean, it's, it gets made fun of in, like, every show. Like, it's just what happens. So, like, you, there's a lot of jokes to expect, and, like, you know, it's this, this is the usual stuff, but, I mean, it was, I thought it was still funny, and... Yeah, Community did it. And also just Mabel. Mabel, yeah, Community did two Dungeons and Dragons episode, and this is more traditional, uh, straight making fun of than than theirs where I would say. Um, but I don't know. I guess my point is like compare this to the Rick and Morty episode we that aired last night uh, that we podcasted on. I would say like the the um, Ray, uh, you know, the fake video game. Like that was like incredibly funny and like unexpected like like yeah i mean it's not an incredibly novel concept that joke but it's like just so i was so like in there during that um but compared to i don't i didn't feel that way about any of the jokes here but it doesn't mean they weren't good it just means it was uh maybe a little too uh archetypal or whatever uh the humor anyway yeah it was just i mean it was very typical yeah, which is fine. I mean, it was a good, still still a very good episode, maybe even good. Yeah. So let's get into a little bit. Uh, I don't know. I just have this very long outline because there's just so many gags uh, in the episode. So I, I just I felt the need to write everything down. Uh, I guess of note, plot wise, we're now the mystery shack is now closed for repairs. It says, which makes goes along with what they talked about uh, at the end of three weeks ago. Um, that uh, Ford said shut down this nonsense or whatever. You know, and yeah. He's going to be in the basement. Uh, Ford comes out with an octopus. It, it's weird because the show <laughs> needs to. This first act is the show trying to establish this new dynamic uh, with Ford in the picture. Uh, so he comes out with this octopus. Don't let it taste human flesh. Um, and he, Which doesn't get revisited. <laughs> well, the octopus is there again, but it actually does. Yeah, that one is a little unexpected. I expected like, the octopus to do something. Yeah, like the entire. Which I guess maybe that was like a cool thing about this episode. Is like I kept expecting like something awful with the octopus to happen, and no, we just have a magical board game. Yeah. Uh, Stan Ford says to Dipper, "On the dark, weird road I travel, you cannot follow." Um, <laughs> Who says that? Who talks like that? that? Ford talks like that. Uh, so Stan great. tells them to stay away from Ford. There's the Ducktective season finale. I'm glad Ducktective is back. Yes, and we get a great uh, "Why isn't he quacking?" from Mabel to get into the credits. <laughs> great, great line. Yeah. So uh, another. I talked about this last Crowdy Falls podcast. I'm a fan of the full credits. We get another full credits here. Yes. I thought I, I was a little bit wondering if we would get Ford in the credits because these credits have been the yeah. same since episode one. Um, I was wondering, but I'm, I'm I'm fine with it being okay. Yeah, yeah. So that act one was very interesting because, or the pre-credit sequence, because it's just them trying to establish this new dynamic. So, like compared to the rest of the show, that was pretty tame and um, typical. But they needed this type of establishing, you know, shot to get to get back into it. And just great, just you know. Oh, I just love Lazy Tuesday. Oh, she ate without without using her hands, and then randomly, the other Grunkle just busts in with the octopus. Like, good, just great, just great, just great. Uh, I mean, just I mean, it's just such a, it's just such a like this this episode is so predictable. But I just loved every minute of it. Like, well, yeah, yeah, like I every, agree. Like that line was so, like. Because they're like, yeah, Lazy Tuesday, no weird, whatever. And then, of course, like immediately after he busts through the, like, duh. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree with you. I, 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 maybe it seemed like I was negative in the beginning. Very positive on this episode, as we'll get into. I just As I just recount the countless incredible jokes. Um, so, <laughs> interestingly, we have Mabel writing to their mom and dad. Uh, I missed a little of bit of it because I was out of the room. Like, the little, the Why beginning. Why would you leave the room? 
Listen. Listen, what? Please tell me. It was on commercial. I had to go to the bathroom. Jeez, Dylan. Look, you're not allowed to leave the room. I just drank a whole cheer wine. I had to go to the bathroom. I'm okay. sorry. I'm jealous of the cheer wine, and you, you got the cheer wine, and you missed part of the episode. That's like double negative points because I'm already jealous double of you from the show. Negative points. So, so you're going to have to. <laughs> I'll, I'll try and tone it down a little bit next yeah, time. You're going to just get, get a, small, a size smaller on the cheer wine. Uh, oh my god, it's like a 12-ounce can. What do you want me to drink out of, like, a medicine? Not the, not the huge cheer wine I get from Cookout. Not that one. <laughs> no, I don't have Cookout. You should have went to Cookout. That would have made uh, this girl. Okay, random... To cookout. Okay, concluding that incredibly Southern discussion, let's talk about... Uh, so yeah, the late, the Mabel's writing to their mom and dad. Does this... I feel like they've done this before, but it's been, like, a while. Since, uh, have we had Mabel writing to them? I, I don't honestly... Think, I don't really remember her writing. I don't remember like, at all. Yeah. They mentioned their parents... Well, no, I think the only mention of their parents has been when, um, Stan called them. That's the only thing I recall. I don't yeah. remember Mabel writing to them I mean, the, the parents have come up probably multiple times, but yeah, I don't... I guess I don't know if they were writing. This is, again, a very weird thing, because it's like we haven't gotten this just high-level... Not high-level in that it's, like, complicated, but high... like. Or maybe low level, and just the premise of the show, uh, just Mabel writing to their parents, just very, very strange. This is a very much a res- very much a reset episode. Uh, Lazy Susan uh, is being interviewed on the news or something, and she's like, "Am I right? Am I right?" That was great. <laughs> she's doing something about pineapple upside down cake, right? And yeah, now, it's actually, now it's actually upside down. Now they're covering the gravity effects on the town. The mayor have they ta- have we gotten have we talked to the mayor before? I think we have. Uh, yes, I don't, I think. and I didn't or have time. Least... To write, I have time to write down his name, but it was something really long. And they're t- they're rebuilding the town after the anomalies. Um, Mabel says two grunkles for the price of one. <laughs> so good. And then we get her art in her letters. Oh yeah, her Mabel's art. More. We got Mabel art last time when um when Ford was reading off the thing after the memory <laughs> wipe. Yeah, so good. Yeah, Mabel's art's always great. And then we get into the main plot of the episode: D D and Dra- dungeons, dungeons and more dungeons. D D and more D. The rules. Uh, Mabel says it's homework the game. <laughs> so I, like, I cracked up for, like, solid two minutes. <laughs> homework the game. Homework the game. But Seuss is not about that. He is a F-clorper. F-C, I think, L-O-R-P. Um, this, of course, is a parody of LARPing, um, the actual real-life thing where you live-action role-play. I have friends that, uh, LARP, and I am a fan of making fun of it here, but... So, okay, Sorry. just just before we go any farther, what's your background on Dungeons and Dragons? Uh, I like I've played Dungeons and Dragons my like my entire family like my like when my parents were dating in high school like my mom would hang out with my <laughs> with my dad in like in his friend's basement and like they would play Dungeons and Dragons. My mom would just like sit there and chill. Like my entire family is very knowledgeable in Dungeons and Dragons. It's a very like. And my dad has literally all of the books, and like we've actually never completed a game of Dungeons and Dragons because it takes two years to make a character. But like, <laughs> well, there's no—it's not really a game. Like you can't just you, one, does, one does not just game one game of Dungeons. No, yeah. and it also doesn't come in a box. Like it's not a board game. It's it's very complicated. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I I have done one D and D quest one like sophomore year of college. Uh, and it was like all semester long, and it never even ended. Obviously, uh, yeah, no. but so I'm not. I mean, I'm not the most knowledgeable of D- Dungeons and Dragons, but we're both in the target for this parody. I would say, having yes. being very familiar with it. I mean, um, the rules like great, just and also they also do hit on like it's not really specific like 
jokes really like you have like the ridiculously sided die which of course the infinity die is just yeah. incredible i think they're pretty he's they're pretty accurate with the D and D rules that they're parodying here. No, there's, no, they definitely are. There's like one point when I was I was a little questioning things. Like at the end, the whole concept of just making everything up, I think, is not accurate. There's like rule books where you have to get all your spells yeah. and stuff from. Uh, but yeah. I was ultimate. That was like the only thing, though. I think other than that, it was fine. I, I mean, mean, like technically, you do kind of make everything up. But you there do, are yeah. Like, it's like the con- yeah that fit that fit with like the theme of like the game because there's it's not it's not like a concrete board game. It's more of everything's like a mental thing. Well, they were, like, I mean, they were, like, I feel like they were focusing more on, like, the dungeon master aspect of it, but they just never, like, talked about it, which is also funny because I only, I only need two people to play, like, how do you No, no, play? we can't do that. <laughs> you can't really, like, who's you the, need, who's, like, Yeah, like, who's the DM, bro? That's my question. And, like, you can't, and then it's, like, what's the point of playing? Well, I mean, obviously... Ford was the dungeon master, but like, yeah, obviously. What's and then of course they looked like they were trading off because Dipper was like, because she was like, you've been talking dork words for the past hour, whatever, and she he's like, oh, this I'm gonna really stump him with this dungeon, and it's like, what are y'all doing? Like just yeah. switching back and forth. What? That's not. It's not. How, it's a really sad way to play Dungeons and Dragons. It's like when my brother used to play board games by himself because I wouldn't play with him. Like that's like <laughs> of what's going on here, and wow. it's really sad. We're just learning everything about the Stovall family here. Here's yes. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, let's. Uh, so, oh yeah. The but back to the clorping, the larping, Seuss. First the LARPing. of all, I totally buy Seuss being a larper. Like it's totally. <laughs> immediately. No, all of everyone who was involved in the larping, like my brother was like, oh my god, of course it's him. Yeah. Oh my god, and like he was, like, I think his name's what Toby. Toby. And, the, Toby determined in the. And he's cops, like, oh my god, yeah. the cops. Yeah. Like we just immediately bought it. Like my yeah. brother just got caught up, and it's like he immediately bought it. It's great. Yeah, we get a fireball, fireball, fireball. <laughs> just I feel it. like I feel like the last parody of. LARPing I saw also had that. I think Community's LARPing parody also had uh, just repeating the same thing over and over, <laughs> which is that's totally what you should do when you're parodying LARPing. Yes. And yeah, yes. I also I also bought them and Toby is a fortress. Or no, not Toby, not Toby, the, oh, the cop. The, the tall cop, yeah. Oh my god, a fortress. I don't, I don't remember I'm a the fortress. Cop. He's like the tree in like every I'm school play. He's the tree is the tree in every school play, yeah. Um oh, Stan says, "Oh, of course nerds have a game where with charisma as a superpower, which is I, totally accurate." That was so good. <laughs> and then he says, Elvin, I think that might be the best joke aside that, that, from Yeah, that might have been game. that was that's that's what up there for one of the best ones, yeah. Uh, Elvin buttresses, and then Mabel's like, say it again. Buttresses, buttresses, buttresses. Oh, also the hot elf. Like, ob- oh, yeah, the hell, hot elf. We will get oh, back that- to the hot elf. I'm, that was one really one, really good one that they set up and then paid off the hot elf. <laughs> Such a good, like, elf parody. It's so good. <laughs> uh, Dipper is gets obsessed with it, but then has no one to play with. He says, maybe I should start obsessing over Wendy again. <laughs> the first of a thousand self-referential do- jokes in this, uh, Yes. Yeah, in this episode. Uh, then Dipper falls into the basement with the 38-sided die, which is... Okay, he fell for, like, 20 yeah. minutes. <laughs> the 38-sided die, by the way. Not too sensical, but that's okay. I don't know. Can Would it make sense? To, I haven't done the math I mean, that, you can but, have, like... Yeah. I think there is, like, a weird 64-sided die upstairs yeah. or something. For, like, yeah, but for the record, D&D is played with 20-sided die. That's, like... Yeah. And there's, like, 8-sided die. And if, if you're not familiar with die other than 6-sided... Uh, play D anD D, and you'll you'll experience all of them. Your your yeah. world will change. Yeah. Uh, the, the, then Ford finds him with the thing, and he's he's like, "Oh, MG nerdgasm!" And if it's Ford's favorite game in the multiverse, 
in the multiverse. So that means he's, he went out and not only like so he's been lost. Of course he went around and played board games. Well, this joke is like is great because it has two sides to it. Because I I'm not sure if D and D has a multiverse or not. I think it does. Like Wiz- Wizard is. of the Coast, who makes D and D's other game, which I'm Magic the Magic the Gathering, which I'm a huge player of, uh, has a multiverse. So I think D and D might also have a multiverse, but I'm not 100 yep. percent into the D and D lore. But well, the thing, like, the thing like, with D and D is that like there's so many different versions of D and D, and you can literally yeah. do whatever you want with D and D. So like, there's probably multiverse. Well, but yeah, but like the backstory of it, and yeah. everything. But so it's like it's one. It's a joke about like him being a nerd about D, but also he has been out into like the multiverse <laughs> so good so it's, yeah that, that was a great one um he says we must stop everything i've been doing in play so there you go uh, and again the octopus is like yeah, the octopus is there yeah and then it t- tastes his flesh and oh does it it sticks to his face i'm assuming that it tastes <laughs> human flesh and then nothing happens yeah and i'm just like okay <laughs> like i was really expecting like the guy was expecting him to freak out, and yeah. then no, he just yeah. Act, may, act, maybe the only letdown of the episode. No, 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 that was a good letdown. <laughs> I think it was that was perfect. Act three, um, Mabel has made mouth ramps uh, with which to watch Duck Tech for food. I one can, I want to invite Mabel to like all of my events so she can make me these ridiculous things. Like, yeah, I want a mouth ramp. So great. Mouth ramps, please. Yeah. Uh, in this her day, sweater. What's her? What, I I don't keep track of Mabel's sweaters. What was Mabel's sweater today? Well, she had a weird like purple one that just had globs on it. But then she put on the Detective sweater. <laughs> and I was like, yes, there's merch for Detective. Merch for Detective. Yeah. Uh, so we learned some details, more details of Dee Dee and Morty, Princess Unattainable, and wait. I feel like it was more than I feel like that's not I'm not sure um, and Probabilitor the Annoying who we'll, we'll <laughs> get more of um, great name uh, we got the diggity dungeons and all that in the 90s when they were trying to be cool which is which is great it's uh, also really funny because like n- typically in like anything that was making fun of Dungeons and Dragons that would have been the 80s flashback but no because it's Gravity Falls and we're right now it has to be the 90s flashback yeah, it, it does make sense yeah my parents were slightly appalled slightly appalled D- dipper asks what ford's been doing uh and they're like no i guess right now i'm not sure we get it we get it later though we get payoff yeah. at the end the infinity sided die that he got in the multiverse i guess if multiverse is a canon term for gravity falls that'll be great but i'm pretty sure it's yes. not uh in in the dice bag it has infinite outcomes you could get yeah, blah 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 or you could roll an eight which is great you could roll an eight roll an eight um and then I don't know. Then we. It's in this really cheap plastic case. It's in a cheap plastic case. Yeah, great. Uh, I like how I like how he goes into other dimensions and they have dice there too. Like I don't think that makes sense. I if no. I if there were going to be other dimensions or other worlds, I don't think they would have dice. That's is that my... what that's what you that's what you take issue with? My issue is that he went and did all these cool things <laughs> and he's such a nerd. He comes back with a stupid die. Okay, like, are you serious? Okay, we have two two separate issues. <laughs> there. Uh, Dipper is stays up all night making a dungeon. Now this is perfect. This is like to me. This is how you should parody D and D because people just spend all day making dungeons. Shout out to my college friend James who just for like there's like a several month period where he was just constantly building dungeons. Like that's what he was doing, and people just keep doing this. So Dipper doing it is great. I don't like know. there is like the game lasts like max like a few hours, but the like the time it takes to like create the game. Well, like yeah, if you have a quest, you could have individual games, I guess, every session. But uh, 
it, it just takes a while to make the dungeon for the specific session or whatever. Also, the graph paper, so so great. Yeah, I feel like graph paper is a callback. Did they did they do graph paper in a previous episode? I think so. I don't remember, this, though. I, I don't know, but yeah, uh, That's a constant recurring theme of me not remembering Gravity Falls plotlines. <laughs> it happens. Three years, and the episodes are spread out over weeks. Um, Grenda comes over for a detective. Um, and they say that Ductective has a big mystery element and humor that goes over kids' heads. I'm not sure I got the last part of that quote. Right, yes, but, I think we. Yeah. Um, I think we can relate to. But very obviously, a self-referential Gravity Falls line. Yeah. So great. Yeah. Uh, Stan and Ford uh, fight over use of the living room. Um, Ford says that uh, I don't remember the context of this, but he says something about dimension forty-six apostrophe backslash. What? I have no, I have no Dimension forty six apostrophe backslash. Come on. <laughs> I don't <laughs> He's like, very clearly says it in the episode. I, I don't think he, even... I think he's talking about he makes some line about him being in something from that dimension. Yeah. Anyway, great, great. dimension I don't forty six backslash. I think that's the canon uh naming scheme for different dimensions now. It's number number, uh symbol symbol. So I would get on that. Gravity Falls Wiki and stuff like that, you know. Oh, can I we please like have canon. like dimension like <laughs> Twelve dollar sign hashtag. <laughs> to mention hashtag. I want to mention hashtag. Yeah. Yes. Uh, but then the actual plot of the episode finally, Probabilitor comes to life. He's voiced by Weird Al Yankovic. Did you know? Th- did you notice that? Did you know that beforehand? I didn't. I only knew because because uh, Alex Hirsch tweeted it. I knew. I knew because of um. Yeah, I don't know if it was the tweet or if um it was a trailer or something. Like I knew that was happening. Yeah. Okay. I didn't. I didn't necessarily. I mean, obviously, the new character is going to be voiced by the guest uh, yeah. voice, but I didn't. I wouldn't have recognized it right away. Um, yeah, he needs to eat brains to gain intelligence, and he takes them to the forest. Um, I'm very pleased with Probabilitor coming to life. Uh, yes. Plot. I think that was a good choice. Uh, maybe they based everything around that. I'm not sure. He's such a Kim Possible villain. There's literally a Kim Possible villain. He's like about probability. That's what he is, and I'm pretty sure like. That's like this is the same character. I, I wonder. I wonder if they're inspired by Impossible, but it also just makes sense with the elements they're parodying. You know, they were making fun of math the making, entire time. They're making fun of math. Fun of math. I don't even know. Is that even like an act? Can you even make fun of math? No, it's impossible. <laughs> yes, obviously you can make fun of math, but I don't know. Uh, Stan and Mabel wow, have to dude. go on. Wow, you're rude. Have to go on an epic wizard quest. Uh, which Mabel, I think, is excited about. They take their... Oh, and Grenda. She's there, too. I forgot about that. <laughs> Where is... Uh, who's the other Candy. one? Candy. Where's Candy? My, bro- my brother was also concerned about where Candy was. <laughs> Candy is everyone's favorite. Come on. How did Candy get left out of... If Who does I mean, Candy I, have, I, I, if not Mabel and Grenda? Come on. I mean, I imagine... I don't think Candy likes Duck Detective. Like, she probably thinks it's, like, beneath her and was probably, like, <laughs> something else. Wait, did, that could have been a, that could have been a thing. They might have, because they brought up Duck Detective before. That could have been a like, thing. That would yeah, I don't think Candy likes Duck Detective, I but want, I could be... If they establish that, then perhaps... Or, she's, or that. she's out there doing something really weird, because Candy's, like, terrifying. Like, I don't want to mess with Candy. Like, uh, she does... Yeah, she's obviously she's, the most terrifying, yes. Even though, in this episode, Grenda... Take rips a chair out of it. <laughs> she just makes like so. Um, naturally, Stan goes for his bat, and yeah. then I mean, Mabel. There was no telling what Mabel was going to grab. Rake. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. And then she just picks up the chair. At first, I thought her weapon was going to be like the cans and stuff under the chair, but no, she just walks out with the chair. It's it's pretty wonderful. Yeah, Grenda always on point. And the fact that they, like the chair actually came into play. I'm just. The, the follow-through with that was just brilliant. Yeah. Uh, back to the forest. Contender for line of the episode. 
hot elf ready the brain cooking pot. I just, I'm, I, there's a really good chance it's like legitimately in World of Warcraft. Like that might be something that happens. Brain cooking pot, yeah. Because uh, this this line is great because we don't know hot elf is actually there. I think I, maybe maybe we saw him come to life. We saw I like I, I knew there was an elf because I have elf senses and I just knew there was an elf in the corner. Like oh, I saw uh, the elf. I elf senses going off this episode. Yeah. Yes. Hot yeah. Hot hot elf ready the brain cooking pot. Um, him it's also him. literally a blood elf. Him, like that's what. That's him what he calling is. him hot elf does not make sense. <laughs> no, okay. it does. I, that's literally what it is. Like it is elf. Uh, Dipper and it's probably uh, no, its no, race no. hot elf. Stan and Mabel are traveling the forest, and they have Stan as can tell they're getting closer because the fairy bites, and then the fairy says, "Hey, look, listen." Um, okay, I, I don't know if we're going overboard with the references here, but but this is the one when I may have thought that. But it's uh, uh, obviously we're going to pander to Zelda and everything now, so that's good too. Uh, Grenda chairs the guard. She just chairs, yeah. No, that's my favorite. They're like, you have to go on seven quests. She's like, no, that was a Python moment. She just like slammed. Yeah, that was a Python moment. Yeah, uh, and they something. Uh, Probabilidor is making some sort of speech and then he says, uh, Mabel says your butt, and then he says what? My butt isn't part of this particular equation, which, so is, which is one of my favorite lines too, and he says how did you get past my one guard? No, that's my favorite, that's one of my, that's like <laughs> such a good line. Uh, but then oh, they have God. to make the game come to life and play Stan versus Probabilidor or Jumanji, yeah, and he turns Elf and uh, Ford, I think, into uh, in Elf and Ford, Dipper and Ford into elves. <laughs> yes. Uh, one, one. Don't, don't make me dip. I, I am very worried of the what the fandom's going to do, or certain parts of the fandom with Elf Dipper. But you know, we don't have to worry about that. We can just ignore it. I'm, I'm very worried. <laughs> please don't make my worries <laughs> come to fruition here. <laughs> please, please. Especially because he said. Especially because he's like, I have nothing under the thing. You know. Yeah, I know. Oh, I don't. God. I'm really afraid like, now. I was like, oh no. <laughs> Oh no. <laughs> oh no. Like, oh no. This so, is gonna be bad. Yeah, Stan and Probabilidor are, are facing off. Um and so this is what we we're talking about before with the uh they have to make up their attacks and stuff, which is not my experience with D D because you have set stuff. You sp- you yeah. can only use set spells and stuff you learn as you level up and stuff like that. But like I think you're it, literally reading the book while you play. <laughs> yeah, you are definitely. And I think it makes sense though, uh, with the like the imagination theme of D D, because that definitely is I mean, that's the cool part of D&D. It's like, it's all in your head, really. And it's just the yeah. epic quest that... There's not really a board or anything like that. Like, you have to make a dungeon. The dungeon master does. But it's really all just imagination. Um, and Mabel tells Stan to make something up. It's like lying. Which is perfect, like yeah. Um, so, things that are made up. Ogre Nado. Perfect. And wait, Ogre Nado, it's like what it sounds like, right? Is that what they say about it? Yeah. It's perfect. Uh, hot flame sword. Hot flame sword, that's hot later. Flame, hot flamey sword, excuse yeah. me. Centaur Tar, which is a oh my God. centaur bottom <laughs> with another centaur on his head. Which so, is and, like, and at first I was like, there is no logic to this. Mabel, what's wrong with you? But then it flipped and I almost died. <laughs> I think that, yeah, that's my favorite thing. I have Centaur Tar. Oh my goodness. Oh my god, I got so, I have to, like, I got really, when they were like, you can just make everything up. Like, I got so excited because Mabel was there. Like, I was like, oh my god, this is going to be incredible what it was. It was incredible, yeah. So Mabel, it's time to shine. And of course, oh, the uh, Impossibeast from the controversial 1991-1992 edition. Um, so great. 
Which is actually like reference. There is I forget the one a certain rules update to D anD D everyone hated. Um, so we're yeah. kind of referencing that I think with this, which is great. And um, there are like like this is a thing. Like there are and there's, there's so many there's different versions. Yeah, of the rules and yeah, so it it, it makes sense. Uh, Stan um, has to roll exactly a thirty eight to beat it, and he's a world class gambler, so he does. But it turns out the dice has a tape has gum on the bottom at the end. <laughs> Very Stan like, yeah. Yes. Um, so once they roll that, they have death muffins to kill their pasta beast. <laughs> so good. And they all says, and the game is over. Excelsior, whatever. <laughs> hot elf. Also, uh, typical Grinda was attached to the hot elf. Oh, really? oh she was. Yes, that's great. <laughs> like, Come on, Grinda. Typ- I, Mabel was so excited about hot elf. What you doing, Grinda? Oh my god. Uh, so, but they finish in time for the detective second showing. Um... Which, which is really which, funny, like, that's so typical Encore. Who, encore. Who shot Ducktective? Oh, it's his twin brother, <laughs> who I think has an Alex Hirsch beard. I think that's what they're going for, the creator. Um, yes. And they're like, that's the twist? And she says, I predicted that a year ago. Just the tenth self-referential line of, uh... <laughs> perfect in that That's what I waited a whole season for? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, but we actually get plot at the end. Ford dismantled the portal. And he contained an interdimensional rift. Hmm, wonder if that will come into play, right? You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but I he... wonder if there's a particular like polygon who might. <laughs> who might be? Come uh, through. Yeah. Who might come through that uh, rift? Yeah. But I, I feel like they should tell Ford about uh, Cipher or Bill Cipher. That seems like something they should do. That's kind of important. Seems like something they should do, but anyway, maybe. now, well, maybe now that uh, Ford trusts Dipper with the secret, which I, which the character development of the episode, you know, so yeah. that was a big moment. And also, the... I have a lot of enemies. Okay, it's great, okay. awesome. Great, Who knows coming through. That's great. More, uh, I, 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 I wonder if we'll get a like a mini boss before Bill Cipher. If Cipher is mini boss, if he yes. is, if he is the main boss, I'm not sure. I'm less convinced now that the show is ending in eight episodes, but uh, after we got this, like this yeah. breather episode but it's also the stanchurian candidate the name of the next episode doesn't sound incredibly plot intensive so you know maybe we're gonna get a full season three that'd be great uh, yes that'd be another three years, <laughs> three, uh, years. More, three more years of gravity falls one more season there you go yes and then in the stinger uh seuss is larping again um in which uh the tall cop makes this whole speech about how they should be doing something else or something like that like living like life. meaningful like yeah. we have to grow as people and then uh the other cop says fortresses can't speak darling so great <laughs> okay are is does this confirm the ship of the two cops I mean, they're, confirmed? Op- they're married as far as i'm concerned is this married? confirmed i think so because he calls him darling darling and I it mean, wasn't and sarcastic you know no and they're so in love like yeah. it's <laughs> The it, things I, they say to each other. I think it's confirmed. Fortresses yes. can't speak. <laughs> I'm a fortress. Fortresses can't speak. Uh, <laughs> I don't, I'm a fortress. Like, I'm a fortress. Like, his character is uh, just... What is, oh. Okay, we went through Okay, went through that pretty quick. I'm actually pretty happy with how we went through that, because I always don't like just running through every element of the episode, but that works. What, do, what did we miss, Lainey? I think we covered a lot. Yeah, I think... Almost every joke, probably. Pretty much. Overall, I, overall, thumbs up. Yeah, oh my god, both thumbs up. Is this, so is this better than A Tale of Two Stands? <sighs> I feel like you... I, I mean, this is kind of like comparing... I mean, Grant, I think we've talked about things like this before, that you can't, like... You can't necessarily say that an episode's better than another because of plot or, like, because of humor or something, but, like, I can't really compare the two episodes because, like, they're just very different. Very different, yeah. I mean, 
I got very different things from each of those episodes. Like, I enjoy A Tale of Two T- Stands for, like, different reasons than I enjoy this episode. I mean, this episode will probably, is probably in my top five, ten, because this episode is just awesome. And, like, it, I felt like it, this episode was completely, like, targeted at me. Yeah, totally. Me too. Yeah. I, I think that I will say it's better than A Tale of Two Stands. Um, I'm not 100% satisfied with that one, even though it was great. This one I'm also not 100% satisfied because it felt a little predictable at times but it was wonderful and i'll watch it probably 10 more times you know it's that type of episode Uh, maybe the best one i don't know best one in season two there's so many good ones in season two yeah that's a little little into the the bunker uh you know which aired after this episode tonight oh really northwest they're doing like a gravity falls like marathon yeah northwest mansion mystery is also you know gotta gotta get that dipsifica going yes where's where's pacifica gotta get that dipsifica Where is Waddles? Where is Waddles? That's a good question. Like, that has to be another plot. Like, they have to go break into a government facility and save Waddles. Like, the last time we saw Waddles was that guy blessing through the window, like, who, like, tackled Waddles. I am totally in favor of a save Waddles plot. More Waddles, the better. Also, also Pacifica needs to come. Also, we need more Wendy. Yes. Yeah, come on. Where's Wendy? Dipper just referenced her once. We have Wendy referenced in the last episodes, but not appearing, except in the stinger of the last one. Yes. (laughs) Needs more Wendy. Yeah. Overall, very happy with this. This is like a nine point five out of ten or whatever. Very solid. Um, very A plus humor. Maybe the maybe the funniest episode of Gravity Falls, maybe. Pot yes. Could yes. be, could be, yeah. So I don't know. This just this like last last week's was so or not last you know, three weeks ago was so uh different. Like this is reunited re uh, sparked my typical love of uh, my love of the typical Gravity Falls episode, you know. So I'm way looking forward to the rest of the season. Uh, we have another episode in August. That's great. We'll be talking about the Stan Churian candidate on August. I mean, it, I mean, it is August. On but... August 24th. Yeah, another episode in August. Woo, very excited. Another one. I said another one. <laughs> another one. Yeah, so, okay. Anyway, I'm Dylan Heisen. That's Delaney Stilval. You can find more about uh, us at overlyanimated.com. Uh, regular coverage of every Gravity Falls episode. Maybe we'll have a discussion in between now and then. I don't know if there's much to discuss, though. Yeah. Uh, maybe we can speculate on the portal. <laughs> have that's, a that's portal have another debate episode. about anyway. how they work. Yeah. Um, uh, you can overlyanimated.com. You can support us at patreon.com slash overlyanimated. Huge thanks to our current patrons nate cordell shana beatriz and mitch uh nathan fillion cordell university Haina, beatrix lestrange and fever mitch uh coming soon the patreon exclusive july podcast uh but only those five people <laughs> will get to see it so that's too bad but <laughs> sorry but you should if you contribute to the patreon now you can, you'll get to listen you'll have to be there for that um we were going to discuss Steven Universe on Thursday, but Cartoon Network but... told it for all of August. We might have a Cartoon Network hate podcast later this week instead. <laughs> Please. That might, that might be what we do. I'm not sure yet. Anyway, oops. Uh, my beer almost fell over. So. Dubs, guess who suggested it? It was me. <laughs> it was Delaney. Um, anyway, that's uh, that's all. I've, yeah, I've been podcasting today from Dewey Beach, Delaware, um, slash a.k.a. the Rehoboth Dewey Beach area, a.k.a. Beach City. Yeah, I've been going to Dewey slash Robeth for every year since, you know, I've been born. Since before I even knew about Steven Universe, I 
a few days I ago. No gems. A few days ago, I visited Funland, as usual, which is a real place, very obviously a real place that's based off of Rehoboth. Um, and I played ski ball at Funland. So there you go. Um, and yeah, I think that's that's it. Any any parting parting thoughts on anything, Delaney? Hashtag save waddles 2K15. Hashtag save waddles 2K15 at Overly Animated Podcast. Hashtag save waddles 2K15. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.